three, two, one. Welcome back to the Bushnell Project. John Bushnell here, wanting to dig in some more as we just went through the Ten Commandments and deal with a few questions that I think are often <clears throat> not dealt with as we deal with other things. We chase other rabbits and we don't go here. But in the Catechism, because it's a step-by-step thought process using a lot of logic, logic here's the next logical question, right? So we've gone through the Ten Commandments and what is forbidden in the Ten Commandments. So question number 65 in this is, any man able perfectly to keep the commandments of God? And the answer is, no mere man since the fall is able in his life perfectly to keep the commandments of God, but does daily break them in thought, word, and deed. And here's the scripture to back that up. In Ecclesiastes 7.10, it says, There is not a just man upon earth that does good and sins not. And then Genesis 8.21, The imagination of man's heart is evil from his youth. <clears throat> James 3.8 says this, The tongue can no man tame. It is an unruly evil full of deadly poison. And then, of course, James will tell us to tame it, right? And then James... 3.2, right earlier on than that, in many things we offend all. And of course, right now we live in a culture where everybody seems to be offended anyways. Well, God is offended. And we do offend others, and that is sin. And then, so then question 66 says, are all transgressions of the law equally heinous? So are they all the same? The answer is, some sins in themselves and by reason of several aggravations are more hideous in the sight of God than others. And here's the scriptures behind that. John nineteen eleven. He that delivered me unto you has the greater sin. <clears throat> so there's a, if you're judging somebody, be careful that you don't have the greater sin. And then 1 John 5, 16, if... Any man see his brother's sin, a sin which is not unto death, he shall ask, and he shall give him life for them that sin not unto death. There is a sin unto death. I do not say that he shall pray for it. All right, so here it seems to be saying that there is a sin that leads to death. So all sin is an abomination to God. I think that we sometimes rate some greater than others because... Well, I don't do that. Or maybe because you don't agree with that. So let's say somebody is doing, <clears throat> let's say saying the alphabet is a sin. And you agree that it should be a sin and no one should ever say the alphabet. And then you hear somebody saying the alphabet, oh, that is so terrible. And let's just say that counting is also a sin, but you happen to like to count. So maybe you look the other way or don't think that counting is as bad of a sin as somebody who is saying the alphabet. And I know this is sort of ridiculous, but I'm just trying to not get political. The reality is all sin is sin and God hates all sin. And God hates what the sin does to us for those whom we are sinning against. And so we need to realize that we shouldn't be trying to figure out if, well, I think their sin is greater than my sin. Therefore, I'm not as bad as they are. We should be saying, oh, yeah, I see their sin. That's terrible. I sin, I'm terrible, what do I need to do? I need to repent and, and get before the Lord. 
And that's what reading God's word does. A lot of times it exposes. It's like looking in the mirror, right? It exposes what's going on. If we're having a bad hair day, it exposes that as we look in the mirror. So the mirror of God's word. And we need to make those adjustments. We need to fix our hair. And so instead of judging a person who's doing something that we don't like anyway, but we're missing what's going on in our own lives. And then the next question is, what does every sin deserve? And every sin deserves God's wrath and curse, both in this life and that which is to come. So Ephesians 5, 6, let no man deceive you with vain words, for because of these things comes the wrath of God upon the children of disobedience. So when people say, oh, that's not a big deal to God, are you sure? And then Psalms eleven six, upon the wicked he shall rain snares, fire and brimstone, and a horrible tempest. This shall be the portion of their cup. Wow, right? So then how do we escape this? How do we escape this question in 68? How may we escape his wrath and curse due to us for sin? So we sin. Here comes the wrath of God. How do we escape it? Answer, to escape the wrath and curse of God due to us. Due to us for sin. So we're owed it. We've earned it. We must believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, trusting alone to his blood and righteousness. The this faith is attained by repentance for the past and leads to holiness in the future. So John 3.16, God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever so believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. And in Acts 20.21, 20, testifying both to the Jews and also to the Greeks, repent, repentance toward God and faith toward our Lord Jesus Christ. So we need to repent. We need to grow in the Lord. We need to turn from our wicked ways. It's not rocket science. It's human nature versus God. And God is trying to give us a chance. If we repent and believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, we have a chance. If we don't, we don't have a chance. Because we all sin. And we sin every day. And so go back to the first catechism, what is the chief end of man? The chief end of man is to enjoy God and to glorify him forever, right? So to delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart to quote a psalm. But let me just see what other proofs they have for this first one. But the chief end of man is to glorify God and enjoy him forever. First uh, Corinthians 10 31 it, whether therefore you eat or drink or whatsoever you do do all to the glory of God and then Psalm 73 verses 25 and 26 whom have I in heaven but thee and there is none upon earth that I desire beside thee my flesh and my heart faileth but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever so yes we're going to fail God but God is not fail us he is faithful he wants us to be successful. And so every single day, his mercy is made new and we can wear it out. And the next day, there's, his mercy is made new again and his grace is sufficient. So walk that out today. God bless you guys. Have a great day.